Sharknado! Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Melissa Kirscher and Wendy Bowlesby. listeners to another episode of Zenu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I am one of your co-hosts, Wendy, joined by my intrepid traveler, Melissa. Hello! And for this episode, we are joined by frequent shenanigator, Allie. Hi! Yay! Yay! It's like a reunion of the original lineup of Real Education Noir! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Except we're not going to talk about a noir film. Which would have been super appropriate. It would have, <laughs> but we're going to do something else. Even better! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, Wendy is actually physically present with Allie and Melissa. Yay! I am sitting on the couch between them, and we are sharing a bottle of a lovely Santiago State. Cab So. Devil's Back. The Devil's Back. Um, This is Chilean. Mm -hmm. You can tell because they have a map of Chile on the label. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think of um, Marco Zoror. Oh, yes. Very Which is a very pleasant thought to have. (laughs) Yes. And and a very tall thought to have. Very tall. He's very tall. And Mm. pleasant and. Oh, he's so he's so nice. He's very he's so nice. He's so nice. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> yes. So yes. Um, that is what uh, Allie and I are drinking. Mm-hmm. Melissa is having a fine a, a shells Oktoberfest. Yay! Is, shells. This, is this more of the Oktoberfest? Oh no, beer? this is a different Oktoberfest I had. Oh, okay. I I did finish drinking the <clears throat> Nuglaris Oktoberfest, but we still had a couple of uh, lingering bottles of Shell's Oktoberfest. So you know, I'm killing this one off. Yes, this is the last of my beer. This is the last bottle in my fridge. What are you going to do when you run out of beer? Buy more beer. Okay. Okay. Good. That's a good answer. Ooh, it's Chilean. That means it's spicy. It's nice. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Wendy good. and I are a little blissed out because this wine is so good. <laughs> it really is quite tasty. Um, and the glass you've given me, Melissa, is very lovely. It is. So, ladies, what is our topic for this episode? Oh, Ellie is an, yeah. an expert on... We are going to talk about The Asylum, which <laughs> which is not a film. It's a film house and distributor... Is it a house or is it a crazy pants place? It's a production company. Yes. Okay. I'm just picturing some, I'm picturing like a hoarder's house. Well, no, it's it's more like a warehouse where they roller skate. (laughs) This is a true story. They, the, the, one of the uh, partners for the asylum just roller skates around the warehouse because it is large and has a lot of floor space. And why wouldn't you? Like, I feel like that makes perfect sense. Like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. I like this already. As yeah. we know, I'm a fan of that. Yes. So, so does he sing Xanadu while he does it? God, I hope so. <laughs> he should. He should. Yes. <laughs> I, so, 
What fine films has the Asylum produced, Allie? Well, there there's a little film that you may have heard of that um, aired on the Sci-Fi Channel and also got a big screen release. It's called Sharknado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that, that is probably their most famous. Yes, that's that's yeah. what they are known for. Sharknado. Well, be, well, beyond Sharknado, though, they're known for the Mockbusters. Yes, the whole mar- Mockbusters market. Well, yeah, is, I mean, yeah. how did nobody figure this out before them? Like, no, people really will pay money to watch a movie where a tornado has sharks in it. Well, why wouldn't they? They've been they? doing this since the late 90s. Well, yeah, and but I mean, Roger Corman before that doing yeah. the same thing. But I mean, beyond that, um, a lot of what they've been doing is creating movies that look and are titled very similarly to... A-list blockbuster movies and then releasing them ahead of the DVD release of those blockbusters. So their DVDs get into market, like into Redbox and into rental places before. Which brings us to why I know about the asylum. Yes. (laughs) Because I worked at a lovely video store called Family Video Mm -hmm. in my hometown of Shakopee, where I had the honor of explaining to everybody who brought up an asylum film. This is not the film you're looking for. I promise you, it's not the film you think it is. I know it has the, I know it says Jack the Giant Slayer. You're not looking for that one. You're looking for Jack the Giant Killer. I promise. <laughs> I promise. They they named it one off, and they did this on purpose. Yes, they can do that legally. No, I I I don't understand how they get away with it either, but they do. It's not the one you want. <laughs> no, trust me. Okay, you came back like three hours later and told me this was not the film you meant to rent. Did I not tell you that before you walked out the door? Yes. Okay, fine. You get a free rental anyway. Because <laughs> what are you going to do? You can't yeah. stop stupid. You can't. You can no. You can try to counsel it, but it does okay, not work. Okay, well, but under that under that model, what is Sharknado a riff on? It is, it is a Asylum original. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's why I love mm-hmm. it. Like, that's bold thinking. Yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. somebody had that concept and said, yes. Yeah. And most <laughs> of the Asylum originals are basically kaiju films. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Get their, they get their inspiration from Godzilla and they go for it. And that's their original line. Everything else they do basically is mockbusters. Or they, in some cases, they come up with a film that, or somebody pitches to them a film that is like, okay, this sounds, you, you want to do like a, a post-apoc film and, and it's it's got this young cast of people and maybe they're out in the woods fighting. Did you know there's a film called The Hunger Games <laughs> that we could just call this like The Starving Games and we could release it at like the same time? Yes. They they will, they will throw, they will fi- take somebody's pitch, go, we will make this, but it's going to be the mockbuster. Mm-hmm. And of course, because people like money and like having their films made, it gets done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of things like that, like Pirates of Treasure Island, and it looks like the Pirates, Pirates of, of the Caribbean, Caribbean cover, mm-hmm. or um, Street Racer looks a lot like the uh, Fast and Furious uh, mm, box The most art. egregious um, one is the uh, Alien versus Hunter cover, Yes. Which is basically a mirror version of Alien versus Predator. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. So it's yep. AVH, which came out the same time as AVP. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Transmorphers also also a thing that happens. Transmorphers even has a sequel, Fall of Man. Yes, no. yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has 
a third sequel? Oh, it very well sure. might. I think I, I only saw two on the Asylum site today. What did, I could what did you two ladies watch this afternoon? We watched a little film called Atlantic Rim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course, it's rip off of Pacific Rim. And oh, God, it's terrible. Oh, it's wonderfully terrible. <laughs> it's wonderfully terrible. It's really... it. It is my jam, is what it is, because... <laughs> you know what, there is an art to a wonderfully bad film, because I just sat through Gods of Egypt, and it suffers the curse of being... Just bad? Dull. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the curse of being bland. I would much rather have a movie be fabulously terrible. <laughs> yes. Because I fucking loved Sharknado. And, okay, so what I really love about the Asylum films is they are films that I can put on with my friends... I have some friends who are super serious movie watchers and you cannot say a word during the film unless I bring an asylum film to the party and then we can actually talk. Yeah. Because I... uh, It does not fucking matter. I mean, (laughs) anybody who's listened to me on the Real Education Noir podcast may have figured out by now that I am a talker. (laughs) And I like to... (laughs) Right? Just BT dubs. I like to talk. And that, that goes... If I'm not sitting in a theater... I like to talk during the movie. I like mm-hmm. to make my snide remarks because I grew up in Mystery Science Theater 3000. Is that not how you watch a film in your own home? Come on. <laughs> I, it's it dep- a I will say, I'm wearing pants to watch films. Like, I don't see why I have to be quiet. It depends <laughs> on the film, right? Okay, it depends yes. on how many times I've seen the film. Yes. Right? It depends on the experience I'm looking for with the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for the most part, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I showed up to watch Gods of Egypt yesterday with Don and Tim. And I'm wearing pajama pants and a shirt and my hoodie. And Dawn's like, are you? And we're waiting in line to get the ticket. So this is in public. Are you wearing pajama pants? I'm like, I have got nothing I have to be and nobody I need to impress today. And she's like, God bless you. God bless you and all you stand for. All right. So we have the so we have two categories of asylum. We've got the mock the the, the mock, mock bluster mock buster mock bluster <laughs> the mock that's, bluster. that's also fairly accurate well, yeah. I, mock and, bluster is pretty good and and you've got the kind of roger corman style let's make a monster movie let's make a cheesy horror movie super low budgets i don't you. know what you're talking about sharknado was a fine production. With I don't top know. Sharknado values. has double the budget of anything else. Yes, that's true. They, anything sci-fi bankrolls gets a double budget because sci-fi will match the asylum budget. Yeah. So usually the budget for an asylum film is about half a million dollars. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And and they will make a quarter of a million in profit uh, per film. And then they put out about a dozen of them a year. Mm-hmm. Wait. So they make a quarter million in profit. Yes, yeah, yeah. in okay. profit. No, they don't. They don't lose half their money. On I was the like, film. that no, does no. not a seem like a winning financial strategy. <laughs> profits. Yeah. By the way, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So they make about a quarter million in profit, which is like nothing to Hollywood types. Yeah. But when you put out 12, 13, 14, 15 of these films in a year. You're making suddenly several you're, million. Suddenly you're a $5 million company in a year. And, and it's like, you know where what? did that come from? You know what? That's enough to pay the salaries of everybody involved and have a nice life. And they yeah. do it. They do everything in-house yep. for the most part. They contract out. Where is the asylum? I know, because we need to apply for jobs there. I know. Like, right. I, they have a makeup department of like two. I'm like, can we make it three? I can do this. <laughs> do you need a costumer? I I can make things. Yeah. <laughs> I can make anything you need. You can make the costumes that I can put fake blood on them. 
<laughs> I was thinking that I could learn special effects because given the special effects quality they have, whatever I might learn in a month or two would clearly be up to snuff. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, dear listeners, if you have not seen Sharknado, you probably should. But um, I, the, I fucking recommend it. Like, the, not, not sardonically or ironically. Yeah. It's a damn fun time because it's so ridiculous. It like goes around the bend and comes back again. Well, I agree with that. I think I'm kind of lukewarm on Sharknado until like the very end. I think the end is fucking gold. (laughs) (laughs) You know, by the time you're smashing a Humvee into a tornado to make it explode and kill the tornado, I'm on board. Oh, come on. Sharks in your house attacking you because your house is flooded? Yeah, that's That's right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But, um, yeah, I think my biggest problem is it's shot atrocious. Oh, it really is. It's, it's like from shot to shot, there is zero shot matching. There, you know, it's like, oh, it's supposed to be a hurricane, but clearly it's a bright sunny day in this next shot. There and um, the, oh, the yeah. mix of quality of the shots is it's you can incoherent. Tell. You it's, can. It's absolutely incoherent. It's terribly directed, and you can just tell that the editor received a mound of footage, like on discs or whatever they delivered it to the editor to. And clearly the editor wept. Just <laughs> sobbed. First he went on an all-night bender, and then he got to work the next morning. It is, I, I and, don't know. And, are you sure he didn't just, like, do it while on the bender? <laughs> no, I think the editor... I mean, I'm just looking at the shots that they gave the editor, and it's like, there is no way to cut that shit together. So if the, the editor had any sense of mise-en-scene in all, he was sitting by that computer with a bottle of vodka. Or or she. she it may have and whatever, she. whatever alcohol yeah. of their, their choice. And, and just sobbing and saying incoherent things about the 180-degree rule. So, <laughs> oh, please, that, what is the 180-degree rule, Melissa? Oh, it, uh, it helps viewers track where uh, characters are in space. So if you are watching a conversation between two characters, the camera's on one side, you know, and you see two characters talking at each other from the other side of the screen. And then you have like a shot of one character, a shot of another character and goes back and forth. But the camera doesn't move out of this 180 degree plane that it's already So in. that person A is always on the left and Correct. person A is always on the right. Yes. So so you don't lose track of where people are. Otherwise, it's really jarring. I mean, once you see it broken, you, unless you know what you're looking at, you, you know, if you, if you know what you're looking at, you go, oh, that was a break of the 180 degree rule and that looks weird. And if you don't know what you're looking at, you go, ugh. Why that was I don't understand what happened there. If you've seen Ang Lee as the Hulk, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, Ang Lee would have known better. You'd think. I mean, there are some directors who can break that rule, like Akira Kurosawa did it all the time, but he knew how to move the camera in order to make it work. Well, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna move the camera, what you have to do is you have to give you have to give the viewer. That movement. That movement with you. Yeah. The clues that we're on this side now. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you can just tell the editor got handed a steaming mess of (laughs) stock footage and mismatched shots and did whatever they could with it. But, you know, 
It has John Hurd in it. You know, it's fun. It's a fun movie. <laughs> it's also got oh, What's Your Toes? Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Oh, my God. Tara, I kind of love Tara Reid in this movie. I kind of yeah. do, too. I I, she's she's Quint. Quint. She's Quint. She's one of the more entertaining parts just because she's so terrible. Yeah. Like, I used to think, um, oh, God damn it, my aphasia is setting in already. Um, uh, Taya Leone. Mm-hmm. right people like she was the hotness mm-hmm. for a bit there like people are like oh she's so funny she's so great and i never saw it and then i saw a deep impact and my famous famously my joke on that is the reason her father hugs her at the end is she's been so wooden through the movie he she's he's hoping she'll float <laughs> oh, no. to the top of that tidal wave mm-hmm. and he will therefore survive because she's so wooden and then like i and for a long time i'm like tara reed most wooden performance i've ever seen taya leone most wooden performance i've ever seen no tara reed has now taken the wooden crown <laughs> she's oh, oh she's so uh, but she's playing Quint, essentially. Yes. yes. <laughs> and there are tons of references to Jaws all done through <laughs> Tara Reed's character. And I kind of love it. I kind of love it. And I love the part, okay, spoilers, at the end, she's like falling through the air and chomp. Just eating whole. Just go on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and of course, the denouement of the movie is lead guy plunging into a random shark with a chainsaw. Cutting it open from the inside and reclaiming Tara Reed <laughs> from inside this random shark that he leapt into. With a chainsaw, but With didn't the chainsaw. manage to cut her. I know. I was wondering how that was working. That, good job, you, because you were yeah. working in the dark. Yeah, and oh, by the way, uh, dear listeners, the level of CGI being used on the sharks is like circa 1992 after dark screensaver, you know, flying toasters and shit. Yeah, that's about right. And a lot of times, like if a shark is like emerging from the water or splashing into the water, they don't even bother to animate the water. Nope. Like Mm -hmm. there's no splash, there are no ripples. It just kind of just. You know what? You're watching a movie called Sharknado. True. You're you're willing to go with us for a long way. (laughs) Like you got on board this bus on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me more about these things, Allie. Yeah. What well, so you you started because you were at this video store. Yes. Like what was your introductory film? I'm curious. Um you maybe can't. I remember. watched I watched about five minutes of one of the Transformer films, which is about the same amount I watched of the Transformers films. Fair. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um but no, my first film that I sat through the full thing and was like, actually, this is amazing, <laughs> was the wonderful mockbuster Sherlock Holmes. Oh my god. Oh, wait. Hold, hold, it's got the on. same name, but Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain. Indeed. And I I need to, before yes, Ali, please, before please. you continue, I watched this last night. Yes, because, so you have the more recent recollection of it, yeah. so please, by all means. Because I want, I want to describe my experience with this because I watched Sharknado first and then I went, all right, I probably I got time to watch one more. And then I took the list of asylum films and I started looking through the box art and I went, Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Cause I like Sherlock Holmes stories of all flavors. And I saw there's a dinosaur on the cover and I went, sure is. Oh <laughs> shit, man. I am on board. <laughs> so I, I watched the shit out of that thing because, Oh my God. It is. It's Sherlock Holmes versus dinosaurs, starring Neonto Jones. Yes, what? as as Watson. What? Yes, 
I what? And, okay. And and a guy in the Iron Man suit. Why? And they're originals. Yep. Wait. Because full Jules Verne for no fucking reason. Because they were clearly making oh. a different movie in like the latter <laughs> half of the film. All the all the Mycroft allegory because he's not Mycroft. Mm-mm. But no, it's a random other brother named Thor. And and somehow <laughs> Sherlock Holmes is named Robert for some reason. Yes. So they I, were clearly making a different film because only the, the Mycroft allegory scenes have Sherlock Holmes not being called Sherlock Holmes. He is constantly called Robert. Mm-hmm. This is not explained. No. This is, you just, you just go with it. <laughs> just, there is this climax and dude just comes out of like the fucking fog. Robert! And it's like, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Who are you looking for? I think you have the wrong film, sir. <laughs> why are there... Wait, why are there dinosaurs? Be- it's, well, is it, is it, wait, is it Victorian England? It yes. is. And dinosaurs just show up and nobody is floored by this? No, 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 they are totally floored by oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a horrifying mystery because but, Jack the Ripper is actually a dinosaur or something, you know. You, no, no, <laughs> no it, but it, I mean, uh, they, it's Springheeled Jack. Oh, yes, that's right. Which, Springheeled which Jack, which is awesome, actually. Because who the fuck brings I up had Springheeled Jack? I it was Jack Springheeled Jack. Jack. What? That's what they called Jack the Ripper at the time? No, 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 no. Springheeled Jack was a... Uh, um, uh, a Penny Dreadful yes. series ah. uh, back at the time. So that's serious nerd yes. game right there. Yes. His, that's a Springheel Jack reference. I forgot they went with that. Yes. That was good. Yes. Okay, so. But, but first, there's a Kraken. Yes. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> so, so he's trying to solve the mystery of why there are dinosaurs? I yeah. apologize that I am focusing on the plot when no, I no, know no. I should not. Please, by all means. Oh, no. That's, but I, that's I am fair. fascinated. So he's got to figure out where the dinosaurs came from. Yeah, pretty much. Does he? Yeah. Is it explained in any way that makes sense? Probably. It's kind of awesome. Okay. There's a flying machine shaped like a dragon that flies over London and sets shit on fire. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> As run by a guy in an Iron Man suit. While his his minion woman, who is also a robot, That's right. runs around killing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's glorious. It's glorious. Uh, Melissa's gone but, Muppet. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so the director of this movie, I actually looked her up. Because after watching Sharknado, I'm like, this is competently filmed, which is weird. And uh, so I looked her up, and uh, the, the director is Rachel Goldenberg. Uh, she works for Funny or Die. Oh. Yeah. And so she has a bunch of short films around the web. There's a uh, great little short film that she did uh, called... Uh, Mary Poppins quits her job, and it's Kristen Bell singing Spoonful of Sugar, only asking for a pay raise. Yes. (laughs) And it's brilliant. But anyway, back to Sherlock Holmes craziness. So she directed this, and apparently she pitched it to Asylum. And she was offered their regular budget for these sorts of things. And she goes, well, if we're going to do this set in Victorian England, um, L.A. is not going to cut it. So uh, can we go to Wales? And film? And they went, uh, that's kind of expensive. And she's, seriously, dudes, <laughs> we're not going to find anything around here. And they went, all right, fine, go. And so they actually filmed in Wales. So the locations actually look halfway decent. Oh, okay, and, yeah. you know, they occasionally have period clothing and... <laughs> <laughs> they occasionally have to oh, no. oh no the opening scene this is the, my first impression of the opening scene is um it, it opens during the the london blitz and um watson Wait. is older it, oh okay it's a flashback like, sequence okay so it's like it's or a bookend sequence 
And so Watson is older and he's like, ah, my dying breath, I need to tell my niece or whoever it was about uh, this one last tale I never wrote down. I didn't write and it down because it was so goddamn ridiculous. Nobody would freaking believe me. Yeah. And the, the woman walks in and she's clearly in a dress that's like off the rack coals. Yes. <laughs> London Blitz, and it's like that's uh totally circa 2010. That you know, yeah, no, that and and her hair, the whole thing. It's like no, that's that doesn't work. No. Oh, yeah, that's and there there there's so many things that are there are so many really horrible anachronisms. Even though like you know once you're in Wales, you know, or at least they're filming in Wales, they're uh, at least the setting looks pretty good. But occasionally they'll somebody will have a newspaper and it says um, <laughs> there's an air raid in Italy. In the 1880s? <laughs> um, stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there like a really hideous bun like yes. strapped to the back of a woman's hair because she clearly had like a pixie cut? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I was Aww. trying to really, like, was that the film? Yeah, really that horrible. was the film. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. There, there's also a beautiful shot. Like uh, the second scene involves a ship on the water or the, you presume it's the water. Like there's a... A long shot of a ship on the water, and then you have close-ups on the ship, and clearly it's sitting like on land, and you can see a restaurant sign in the in the background. <laughs> but, but you know, everybody else is actually in costume, so it's like, oh, okay, that's better than the Coles dress. And then um, a kraken comes out out of the water and says, "Fuck yo shit," and you know, rips up the boat. And it's like, all right, I'm I'm on. Yeah, like yeah, they like, get you, yeah. they get you early. What's not yeah. to like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also the extended. Uh, oh, the, is there a director's cut? No, no, no. no. <laughs> said prolonged shots of Watson's ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, very. Which I have to admit, we're, we're like, uh, part of the reason that I decided to watch this film, besides mm. being like, I need to I need to watch this film because it's an asylum film and it's doing Sherlock Holmes and why would I not watch this? As yeah. it's sitting next to the Robert Downey Jr. film on the shelf at work and I'm just like... Okay, fine. And he's, uh, fortunately, nobody is picking that one up thinking it is actually Sherlock Holmes because it has a fucking dinosaur on the front. They know it is not the film they are looking for. But I was just like, wait, I'm sorry. It, it has it has the dude from Torchwood? Yeah. In period clothing? Okay, I'm, I'm in. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's a that's high praise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um the Sherlock Holmes the guy playing Sherlock Holmes, um, it's like ooh ooh I'm not sure, but it's like I warmed up to him. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. At first you're just yeah. like oh what are you doing? It's like oh that's not you are what well, not Sherlock Holmes it's Robert. Yeah. Yeah that's true and yes. but you know eventually like I got into the way he was playing the character but yeah, yeah. it was definitely one of those things where it was like you two should have switched. Like, Maybe. you should be playing Watson, you should be playing Holmes, and then eventually you go, no, this is how it was meant to be. <laughs> there was I, there was no other way for this to be. I was super nervous because they kind of started out with the, like, Watson as a buffoon thing. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's like... That, oh, yeah. See, that, that pretty much kills any well, yeah. Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. adaptation for me. But it didn't carry. So yeah. it was fine. It was fine. So you first encountered the Sherlock Holmes one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when it was brand new and we really didn't know what to make of it. And at that point, I don't, I don't think most people, you know, most people weren't really familiar with the asylum. Uh-uh. It got to the point where people would come into the video store knowing what they were and seeking them out. 
Mm-hmm. It, it, I did get to the point where I had these people come up with these and they would go, no, I know it's not the film that I'm looking for. This is the, the film, film that, that I'm, I'm looking, looking for. for. To the part where, I, you know, it's that knowing look at my at my regulars and be like, yes, okay, you have to tell me how this one was. Or or I'd watch it first because I, I would get to watch them pre-street so that I could recommend them. And I'd be like, skip that one. That one's, that one's just dull. Forget that one. This one's fucking funny. <laughs> this one's hilarious. Do it. Uh, Do it. Do it. <sighs> the CG in these films is always so terribly bad. They are done on the tightest of schedules. Uh, Atlantic Rim, for example, was supposed to be filmed in 15 days. <laughs> and they had torrential rains for two of them. Mm-hmm. So, they had, so they had it paced out so it was like 10 pages of script per day. And then they lost two days. So they were like, okay, well, you get one take at this. <laughs> and it shows. Oh, God. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> There's, there, is, there is one shot that at the end where they all fist bump. And it's like, they all miss. It's like, you couldn't even do a second shot of the fist bump? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, God. They, okay, so they also... Because you know what? That's where you cut and you just do a close-up of the fist bump. That, yeah, it yeah. was a close-up shot. It totally oh my was. God. It was. Then you just do it. It's a minute. It's a second. I know. Try again. Boom. Try again. Jesus, motherfuckers. Boom. Finally. Oh, yeah, God. no. It was It was it, a thing. It was bad. So part of their, their budget-saving tactic for that one was they were going to use one of the military bases. They filmed in Florida. And they were going to use one of the bases, and they had permission. And then the people who gave that permission read the script. <laughs> and they were so offended by the portrayal of the Navy in that script, they felt that the portrayal of the soldiers was sloppy. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, it is. is. Oh, it is. It's horrible. It's unprofessional. There is, they would have all been drummed out of the service like five minutes into their tenure. Except for, except for, uh, Graham Green. Green. <laughs> Graham, Graham Green, Green is the best thing in the movie. Graham Green. Graham, what? Yeah. Yep. I don't understand. And I want a super cut of all of Graham Green's scenes from this movie. Just that, that's a happy space for me. Yeah. Because he. It's just I, green, I, green ordering I people around. Enjoy and feel bad for quality actors who end up in terrible movies, yes. and you can tell that they're dying inside. And you're yeah. like, on the one hand, I really feel for you, but on the other hand, I'm really enjoying watching how obviously you're like, I'm in this movie. Oh, it's a paycheck. Yay, but paycheck. So, so they read this script, and they were so offended and so upset. They revoked the access like the day before filming. Oh my god! So they had to. They were like, "Okay, well, we have to do all like our beach shots first. So they had to rearrange their schedule like fast, and then got rained out. Mm-hmm. So they went and rented like an uh, somebody's private hangar to do all their on location shots, and happened to get lucky with a couple of rusted out army vehicles on location because. Uh, why the fuck not? Why would you not have rusted army vehicles well, yeah. on your property? And they were like, good, we have some army shit here. It'll be fine. God. <laughs> so instead of, because they wanted, you know, they wanted the air air traffic control towers. They wanted all that stuff there for, for their, you know, for, for their set dressing that they don't have to like edit in later because they're not going to edit them in. Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, they were like, well, shit. So Everything takes place in the hangar. And knowing that while I watched the film made it so much better. But I didn't want to see it because I, I wanted you to come at it fresh and just be like, okay, this is this. 
So we watch it go, ha ha, they're stuck in some private hangar. <laughs> All the scenes are just inside the hangar. Yeah, it's it's totally obvious, like, the, the cockpit of the, the, the robots that they're in is, like, somebody's living room. Yeah. Oh. They, no, I mean, they're dressed up really well, but mm-hmm. I mean, they it's just, like, the same thing with different lights, depending on which robot it is. And it, it, from it's, the, it's hilarious. From the production shot that I saw... They basically, like, set it up in the warehouse mm-hmm. and just, like, put mylar on the floor, colored mylar, because each robot had a different color. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So it was red, blue, and green. So it was, like, it looked like colored frigging mylar on the floor to, like, cast the color up more in addition to, like, the colored light bulbs. And then the LED ropes in the background that looked like a really cool helix, you know, DNA helix yeah. going on there. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, it was. Why not just use a different gel on the lens? <laughs> I was actually kind of impressed that they didn't just do that. Just throw the filter on and oh look! Well, hell, you don't even ha- even have to do that. You would fix it in post. right. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you just oh, they do did. color correction. I was just waiting for like the underworld filter to go every yeah. time the woman was on screen, like <laughs> the the Michael Bay filter, the the orange and blue. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no! Now that I think about it, and and Pacific Rim's use of color, like mm-hmm. it's very it's blue, very appropriate. Yeah. Very blue, very orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue and orange is a big thing right now, and oh, it like is. there's mm-hmm. a, it's, you can see lots of blog posts about like, oh my god, blue and orange. Here it is again, blue and orange. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if it? Oh my god, it was blue and orange. <laughs> Somebody just do red and green. That's not Christmas. Shane black or. Yellow and purple. Yeah. Nobody does yellow and purple. I would be into that. Mm. Royal. That's what that would be. That would be royal. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Be very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. All right. But yeah, I uh, I was really amused by um, you know Graham Greene gets like shot in the arm late in the movie. <laughs> yes. They wrap him up real quick in a little armband, you know, mm-hmm. uh, bandage, and then the, very the entire next time, the very next scene, nothing. No bandage, no gunshot, nothing. And it never appears again. It's like oh, they forgot that that one yeah. scene he was supposed to be Just completely shot. gone. Oh, Injured. God. Well, oh, well, no, I'm quite sure they don't pay anybody to pay attention to no, continuity. Oh, no, there's, no, there's oh, yeah. definitely no continuity. Yeah, it's... it's. Oh. Yeah. But I will I will say that I was really satisfied with the fact that they actually went and, like, disarmed him. because So there was, there was a dude who's pointing this gun at Graham uh-huh. Green's face at close range, and I'm just like, Okay, first of all, there are, like, three MPs there with, like, semi-automatic weapons that should be able to just take this dude out. Like, And they're just standing there. They're just standing there, like, what do oh, we do? I'm like... There's a gun. Oh, yeah. my God. But he's <laughs> The like, monkey's got a sword. But you he, idiot, we all have swords. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, like, just standing there with the gun, like, right in his face. And just like, that is the dumbest goddamn thing you can do. You have a ranged weapon. You do not... You're not close range with... A trained military yeah. dude. Like, come on. So Smack. then, his, so yeah. yeah. So the, his like second in command basically just like bam comes out because he's not paying attention to him. Also, the dude with the gun has an eye patch. <laughs> so he was literally, dude was literally on his blind side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I was I was really impressed by his his uh, Christopher Nolan Batman voice. Yeah, throughout that film, I was just like, are you Batman? Are you Batman? You Batman. Sound all. He was doing the gravel, and it was just all I could Uh, think of was Christian Bale doing, doing Batman. (laughs) Pray to me. (laughs) Order pizza. 
What? Are you I can't even... Are you speaking back right now? <laughs> are you talking words? I don't... Let's, let's do some syllables. Sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Sounds like... <laughs> oh, kill me. You want to kill me? Oh, okay. All right. So what are some of their other original, like... Well, there's Anything a thing with shark. Oh God! Well, well, but not shark. Well, but not shark to puss. You were correct about that. Shark to Roger Corman. Oh well, that's yeah. sad. Yeah. I well, I know, but well, <laughs> shark to puss is kind of fun, but because no, it's just sort of sad that like you can't sh- keep the sharks all in the family. And honestly, shark to puss is animated better <laughs> than these guys can do. But oh, that's really damning with faint praise. I know, I know, but uh, you know, I have seen. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which is of the Asylum family, along with Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, mm-hmm. Mega Shark versus Colossus, and Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. Yes. Oh, I know. I like Crocosaurus. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it might be a shoe monster. <laughs> yeah, that, although, but Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, it's mostly dull. But I think the crowning achievement of that movie is a shot where there, there are people in an airplane. <laughs> Flying over the clouds, over the ocean, and suddenly the, the giant shark punces up above the clouds and eats the entire airplane. That's a fucking big ar- wow! That's I know, a jump. right? Damn, <laughs> that, that was kind of beautiful. That's, yeah, like I could see why somebody had that visual in it. That's a beautiful visual. Fuck if fuck if it makes sense. Yeah, no. That's just good looking. Let's do that. I think that's possibly where Sharknado came from. Because I think Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus predates Sharknado. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, tornadoes are terrific and sharks are terrific. They are. And a shark-filled tornado, like the minute we all heard about that, we everybody I know was just like, that's a terrific idea. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, how did nobody think of this earlier? <laughs> like snakes on a plane, right? By snakes way, on a train. Snakes on a train is uh, <laughs> is an asylum movie. <laughs> there, I wrote down several of the um, of the titles that amused you me. You can't most. even get all of them because if they're doing like fifteen a year, oh, there's, oh there's, there are so many. And uh, I, I was really amused by they they have this series that starts with eleven slash eleven slash eleven. You know, like November 11th, 12, 12, 12. And there's 12, 12, 12. So, so first of all, okay, 11, 11, 11, the byline on it is this day will be our last, which means the sequel is a little baffling because it's 12, 12, 12. And the byline is the end of the world begins on 12, 12, 12. And then they do a sequel and you think, where do you go from there? Well, they do 13, 13, yep, 13. They sure did. On that day, we are demon. Are you kidding me? That's the tagline? That is the tagline. What is the 13th month? I don't know. Do they explain it, Allie? Have you seen it? I did not watch that one because horror is not my bag. Not even for the asylum. Okay, come on. I kind of want to do a triple feature. Uh, I'm sure we can find them. Let's... We should Skype a triple fe- feature. Oh, like Jesus. I'm watching and you're watching and we have a little Skype window set up so we can talk to each other. Okay. Okay. We can do that. I like, like this. Like we don't have to record it, but just like you can see my yeah. face and I can see yours and we're both watching and we're both just, what the hell? <laughs> what was that? 
Like, we should do that. That would okay. be awesome. Because I have to see 13, 13, 13. But I feel like I need to see it in context to fully understand what they were going for, Melissa. I, I agree. I agree. I'm a like, completist. Silent. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. for silent. Okay. Silence. As so she says these movies, I need to know which ones you've seen, Allie, and your quick thumbnail yeah. rating on them. Not as many as I thought I had. Because there's which so means, many which, of these Well, things. and which also means that... There are so many more mockbusters out there that I attributed to the asylum automatically because my particular place got so many asylum films. I'm pretty sure that they got every single one. And you can get them in the two for a dollar section, BT dubs. <gasps> so, two for a dollar so, section where? So fuck Redbox, go to Family Video. Yeah, just um, Where's Family Video? Oh, down the road? <laughs> yeah, there's a Family Video down uh, 42nd. And you can buy them? You can rent them. Rent them. Two for them. a buck. Super, super cheap. But when they have movie sales, you can get them for like four bucks. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. And they're usually all yours. over the streaming channels, too. So, yeah, I have to think they are. Here's a, here's another great one. Um, Two-Headed Shark Attack. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. And it has a sequel. Three-Headed Three Shark, shark Attack. attack. <laughs> have you seen these? Okay. I, I did not watch the monster movies at all. I've still actually yeah. never seen Sharknado because I was... Okay, I was so over it at that point because all I heard was people ranting and raving about Sharknado. And I was like... I'm trying to watch cute indie films that nobody will watch, and you're watching <laughs> Sharknado? I was so angry. <laughs> yeah, we watched it at the Wicks, a whole bunch of us. That, but that's different. Yeah. That's different. This is you guys watching it. This was like people that I'm just like, I've been recommending movies to you for like a year and a half, and you watch Sharknado? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was personally offended. Okay, as she says these movies, if you've seen them, speak up. I will okay. do that. Okay. Um, another title that really amused me, 2010, Moby Dick. Wait, what? Wait, which has Barry Bostwick in it. What? I, yeah, I know, right? There's a Three Musketeers knockoff that they did. It's called Three Musketeers, yes. but the the tagline is all for one and guns for all. And they, yep. they all have like <laughs> nine millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 30,000 leagues under the sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one called 500 MPH Storm, 500 mile per hour storm, mm-hmm. with Casper Van Dien. Oh, goodness. Yep. I know. Uh, there's the Seven Adventures of Sinbad, which also has a bunch of people with guns on the cover. Okay. Um, Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies. Yep. That that one was another one that, no, this is not the movie. It, yeah. But it will probably be just as good, so go for it. I watched actually, that's I had, it. I had a lot of people that loved it, that actually yeah. loved Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies, not not Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, that loved the, the Asylum version. I need to see it because I just watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and it was actually better than it should have been. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, it was. Absolutely. But I do feel like there could be room for more fun there. Mm-hmm. So the way that the, the this became a viable thing for the asylum is they put out H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds mm-hmm. immediately before the uh, uh, Steven Sp- Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. And Blockbuster, the, the now defunct video store chain, as some of you may know, my, maybe our younger listeners are not familiar with Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, because they've been dead for a while. Now. <laughs> they have been. It just it horrified me a little bit. Um, but... Blockbuster mistakenly ordered a metric fuck ton <gasps> of DVDs of wow. the Asylum's H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, thinking they were getting the Spielberg. Oh! And they just went, well, shit, we're committing to this now. And 
they it launched them. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly they had all this income from selling more copies of that film than they ever thought they could ever sell. And Blockbuster discovered that actually people would rent it. Mm-hmm. So Blockbuster went, what else you got? They make a killing off direct to DVD because there is a market. Mm-hmm. There are there are viewing parties, you know, in LA where people get together and in bars and watch <laughs> watch the films and you know, have drinking games. Mm-hmm. There are people with the asylum uh their their logo tattooed on them, you know? I mean it's, <laughs> it is serious business. And and I applaud these people because you do you. And yeah. if you're gonna be a fan of something Go all out. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Indeed. So, yeah, it was because Blockbuster fucked up. Yeah. By the way, Battle of Los Angeles was one of theirs. Yes. And that's one yes, of the few ones that actually had a, a oh, okay, theatrical yeah. release. <laughs> also, the Mockbuster for Battleship is called American Warships. Uh-huh. Made a fuck ton of money, which Battleship did not. Which is kind of sad. It is sad because Battleship you know. is Battleship should have been an asylum title. <laughs> yeah, really. It's kind of great. I kind of love Battleship. Yeah. Like you managed to work in E twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you and they and the bombs look like pegs. Yeah. And I'm just sort of kind of in love with Battleship. <laughs> right. God damn it, you did it. <laughs> I didn't think you could, but you did. Yep, they they did it. But yeah, American Warships actually made a decent amount of money for the Asylum, while Battleship flopped spectacularly. So it's interesting when the Mockbuster outperforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly not on the dollars to donuts, but well, yeah. you know, when you're looking at... Oh, you at- said donut. Oh, oh shit. shit. We, we forgot can... about donuts. Well, we can fix that. It was later. raining. I'm sorry, Wendy. It's okay. It's okay. It's not like we can't because here in Minneapolis, grocery stores stay open 24 hours. Unlike it's in true. Austin, this is one Wait, I'm ball. sorry. What? There and something... you are trying to lure me to a place where I can't go to the grocery store at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, but you can get margaritas till 4 a.m. Oh, never mind. I'm okay. And by the way, Asylum has a Thor ripoff. <laughs> oh, yes, what's it called? Do. I think it's called the Avenging Thor. I believe that is or what it's the, called. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. I, is there Chris Hemsworth even remotely up to snuff? No, 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 no. What Powers about their not. Loki? Is their Loki lickable? Oh, oh fuck it, I know. I think it's just guys in the woods. One of them has a hammer. But, That's um, something <laughs> right. <laughs> guys, guys in the, in the woods. woods. One of them except, has a hammer. Except that might except be a ripoff. Not. That might be a ripoff of Brokeback Mountain. Oh! <laughs> oh! Boy. Guys in the woods, and one of them gets hammered. Oh, 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 oh my no. god! Oh, I no. said that. Wendy. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! A E Apocalypse Earth. I forgot that existed. Oh god! Oh my god! There are a lot which of films was, with which was both which was both After Earth and Oblivion. <laughs> wow! It was a twofer. Yeah. There's there's a. Um, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls. Yes, I was going to mention that oh. one. <laughs> so definitely trying to go for the Indiana Jones. It, it might be better. I don't know. Um, I may have seen that. There's also <laughs> this one I kind of love. Avengers Grimm. Yeah. So it's an Avengers ripoff that. with Grimm, Grimm characters. Grimm's fairy it tales. It is. It is. It is Avengers: Age of Ultron and Once Upon a Time. Rumpelstiltskin is the big bad. I 
And it's it's, it's uh, lady centric. I yeah. Uh I I yeah, I need to see it. Mm-hmm. I I don't I like it can't be good and yet. And yet. And well, yet. I mean, okay. It's did like you see deep fried it? bacon. But, you but did want you, it. But but well, that's kind of how I felt about some of the source material is this should be good, but yet it's kind of come around to not so good. There's something I just realized. Hmm. The Asylum did a Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, oh that's right. God. It's <laughs> called Bound. And apparently it's better than... Well, okay, but that bar I... is pretty low. I know. I know. Okay. So I'm, I'll uh, go through a few more titles since yes. Ellie's looking stuff up. Um, there's Bram Stoker's Dracula's Curse, which I feel like are too many possessives in a single <laughs> yes. phrase. There's Hansel and Gretel. And also Hansel versus Gretel. Which is the sequel. I appreciate that. Wait, wasn't there a movie called Hansel and Gretel? Yes. Yes. There, but it's... Uh, Hansel, it's, it's public okay, domain. It's public it domain. Is, and also the film was Hansel and Gretel Warriors of Witchcraft. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did it, I just, it, it I just also has, I'm sorry. Doesn't that one have Jeremy Renner in it? Yes. Isn't yes, he yes, isn't yes, he Hansel? Yes, he yeah. yeah. I, I watched I watched that. I have a soft spot for bad movies. And I watched it. I loved the hell out of that movie. <laughs> it was unapologetic about what it was. And it was ex- beautiful. Exactly. I am not, I have no complaints about that movie. I'm not going to tell you it's good. No. But I will tell you that I had no, I got exactly the movie experience out of that that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Fuck you. That's what I got. I grabbed that one pre-street. Uh, just, just, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to watch this movie that I would not watch in the theater because I'm like, oh God, it's so bloody. I don't know. I don't do well with blood. That's not my thing. But this was so over the top ridiculous, like Kill Bill was for me that I was able to just like, ah! <laughs> oh, that happened. <laughs> Somebody just exploded. <laughs> oh, you got red on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep okay. going. Okay. Th- now this one's aimed near and dear to my heart. Nazis at the center of the earth. Yeah, that that is the thing that happened. <laughs> With Jake Busey. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, I, I can, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that tickles me. I know, right? Really kind of inappropriate places. Yeah. Why are, okay. <laughs> okay, yes, oh, yes. I want to watch that one. Yes. Yes. I feel compelled to note that Street Racer, which, yes. as we mentioned before, Fast and Furious, is not just Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. It is the allegory to Fast and Furious. <gasps> Tokyo Drift. <gasps> Because maybe it's better. I the odds, who knows? The odds are high that it could be better. I loved the hell out of Tokyo Drift again because unapologetically, it wasn't what it was. It is not a Fast and Furious film. It is just a film in that universe that I enjoyed. <laughs> okay, do you remember I talked about Taylor Leone being yes. Queen Wooden? Yes. The uh, the male counterpart would be Alabama Boy in that movie. <laughs> Lucas Black. Yes. Oh my name. yes. Yeah. Oh, this is true. Oh my yeah, God, Frankenstein terrible. of the Wooden Throne. Yes. <laughs> he's got that forehead of doom. 
<sighs> what else you got, Melissa? Um, I've got, uh, <laughs> there's like one children's film in the lineup, and it's actually uh, directed by the same woman who did the uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. One. So okay. It's, it's, called, it's called Princess and the Pony, a.k.a. First Furry Valentine. Oh, no. So I don't know how to take that. Oh, no. This means something very oh. different. Here's another one I really appreciate. Okay, so John Carter... Came out, you know, yeah, the, yep. the, 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 and they the went giant full flop. nerd with theirs. Yeah, okay. The asylum version is called fucking Princess of Mars. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the asylum Just is like it should be. Well, you know, like fine. You don't want to call it Princess of Mars. I don't understand. And then you call it John. Carter, but you don't put a Mars on there, so it's just John Carter. Like I'm supposed to give a fuck who that is? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. just so much bad marketing. God yeah, damn it! it. And that wasn't a bad movie. No. Like that could have been a series. Like if fuck me, if I no offense, but if Fast and Furious can be a blockbusting series, mm-hmm. John Carter John could Carter have been. Could be. mm-hmm. Like come on! I had so many people rent that movie and then come back at me and be like, "That was a sci-fi film." That's because it should have said of Mars, so you understood it's of Mars. Like, mm-hmm. what did you think you were renting? Yeah, do you even look at the box? <laughs> he did you? God. I mean, huh? Like, oh, look! Right there in the back, it says Mars. I understood when people would mix up the Tom Cruise film and the Chris Pine film that came out at like the same time that were both like spy thriller type of things. Oh, Jack Reacher and, and Shadow Recruit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those two got constantly mixed up. Where if people like kind of knew the plot but couldn't and remember couldn't remember who was in who which honestly I couldn't remember which one was which dude mm-hmm. and then there was Oblivion time. and Elysium at the same time yes yeah. that right. one also like there, there, there are genuinely movies life like, was very hard for me oh, <laughs> as a video oh, star oh, oh poor Allie <laughs> oh poor Allie you wouldn't believe the ridiculous complaints I would get with people when they would come back like I watched this movie and it wasn't what I thought it was <laughs> That must really suck to be you. I'm sorry. Did you enjoy the movie? Well, yes, but it's not what I wanted to rent. Well, I understand that's frustrating, and I'm so sorry. Here, let me give you a free rental. This is the movie you actually wanted to watch. Please don't pick something else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you would just listen to me, people. Yes. That's not what you want. That's not what you want. You don't want that. Don't don't Oh, my God. This was bad. I told you that. Um, when I was looking for asylum films to watch last night, I came across Road Wars. Yes. Which is obviously a Mad Max yes. thing. Uh. And I went, oh my god, low budget crashing cars. That, oh, that could be... How do you fuck that up? I, I read a quick review of it. And they said, how do you do a Mad Max movie and not have any cars crashing? I went, oh, well, that's I, how you fuck that up. That's how you fuck that up. And I'm glad you, I'm yeah. glad because that would have yeah. disappointed Melissa to an that degree. That would have not worked for me. You did, I mm-hmm. got myself all worked up for some car crashes and there were no car crashes. No fuck car crashes. you. <laughs> Osploitation films had car crashes up the ass and they had less of a budget. No, no. It's, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Continuing with the the titles that really amused me, Titanic Two. Yeah, <laughs> Titanic. Titanic. It's actually Titanic Two, and this this is hands down my favorite title out of all of them. Okay, this is the best. Wuthering High. <laughs> And it is exactly what it is. It is Wuthering Heights set in high school. And I fucking love it. Oh my god, it's perfect. I know, right? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm... 
some high school drama is so goddamn perfect. People are always like, oh my God, it's such a tragic love story. I'm like, no, it's a bunch of fucked up emo bullshit. It is. That if you were at all any kind of adult, you would grow the fuck out of it. Jesus. So, yeah, that so is wasn't really the, the perfect translation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's perfect. It's per- <laughs> I, I hope they kill each other. God, yes. I, oh. I have actually learned something here. I did not realize that Z Nation was an asylum series. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that. Z Nation would be zombie it's, nation? It's, it's, it's it World War the Z. Walking Dead. World okay. War, yeah. We're not saying the Z word. We're not saying the Z word? We're not saying the Z word. Hmm. Shaun of the Dead. Ah! <laughs> I, I was just thinking, hmm, could name a person Zedward. <laughs> oh man, I'm using that. Like, yeah. like Edward, only oh, Zedward. 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 I do, my nickname for Gamanda's second son, Edward, who they call Ned, is Nedward. Nedward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Zedward, that's good. I yeah. like that. There's also Zumbies. <laughs> Is that a name or a product? That that is a, that is an asylum film. One of their newer ones, I think. It's, is are they bees? Yes, the it's, zoo it's zombies. Zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Zo- zombies. Zombies. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't get there sooner, but that's hilarious. Why? Why did nobody else think of that? Zombies. Zombies. I know. Why did we not have that in, in, in like? Oh, you know, not not your shambling zombies, your fast running rage zombies. Your zombies. <laughs> your zombies. Probably because it sounds sort of adorable. Oh my god, I'm using that every time I play Left for Dead now. That's oh yes. yes. Oh my god. Twenty eight <laughs> days later should be subtitled zombies. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk. That's just so great. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And then there's something about it that makes me think about the bees from Jupiter Ascending. Bees! Or perhaps Nicolas Cage. Not the bees! Not, not the bees! bees. <laughs> not the bees! <laughs> oh, God. That's oh, God. They're in my eyes. <laughs> Goddamn wicker man. Oh, Nicholas, I love you. Don't think I don't. I don't. Uh, I love you, baby. Look at those lips. They're just know, so beautiful. Right? It's all about the eyes for me, really. Yeah. No, yeah, his eyes. Yeah. He's got delicious eyes. Mm-hmm. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He should be in an asylum film. <laughs> yes. yes. He should just do a series of them. Yeah. Unrelated films. Yeah. Where he just plays different characters. See if you can pick be... up like old Charlton characters or something and there just, you, you know, do comic adaptations with. I would like to see the asylum. asylum version of National Treasure starring Nicolas Cage. I see no reason why that should not happen. Mm, true. There is true. nothing about that that doesn't sound great. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. We should wrap this up. We, we should. We should. So, um, although I do kind of like that tangent of like, if we were to pitch and make a, an asylum film or what would mm. we like asylum to make? Well, that. Like, that yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anything starring Nick Cage. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I put Nick That's Cage good. in That's it good. and... Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like Nick Cage and the Asylum are a match made in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, why has that not already happened? Uh, well, because they probably can't. I've got it. Right. Right. Keep his uh, cars running, honestly. Guys, Nick Nato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes. a genius. Oh, yes. I'm a genius. They would be able to afford him because they would make the money back. <laughs> oh, they would. <laughs> Nick Nato. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. 
<laughs> there's a tornado oh, I would gleefully drive into. <laughs> they are branching hmm. into animated films. Their first annu- animated mockbuster is Izzy's Way Home. Finding Dory. Ah. Interesting. So that that will be a thing. <laughs> Maybe they'll do a mockbuster of Inside Out that's just called You're Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you cray. <laughs> you cray cray. <laughs> You've got little people in your head. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. I feel like this is something that's totally in all of our wheelhouse of this will bring you joy. Yeah, yes. right. yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, some of them are truly dull, as I understand and have seen with Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which really is a shame given that name. But so, where would you go for a quick review to sort of guide you? Of no, this one's not that great. No, try this one. This one's fun. Um, there are, you know what? I will link in the show notes. There are a couple of lists that I found where people have been watching the Asylum films and uh, ranking them. Or um, there's one guy on IMDb who just took all the Asylum films on IMDb, listed them, and then you can sort them by rating. All right. Yeah. So there we go. Some good resources. So you yeah. can find the good ones because if they're going to be making like 12 to 15 of these a year let's be honest there's fun bad and then there's just bad bad and there's dull yeah yeah yeah. dull is the worst curse of a bad movie man Mm -hmm. so yeah so this was our um sort of love fest to the asylum films which was very fun to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so um all right it's time for our pleasure dome recommendations yes ladies yes mine is really weird okay wendy go for it in texas in Texas. In Texas. It rains. There are rest areas that are also storm shelters. Yes. For tornadoes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but that made me incredibly happy. Like, just, there was something so comforting. I pulled over to pee and I'm like, oh, good. If there were a tornado, I could <laughs> also come here. Are they Sharknado proof? Probably. <laughs> I figure Unless they get flooded. Mm. No, it's, mm, well, true, because, I mean, that part of Texas is all, like... Um, it, it's very flat. It's bedrock, too. Yeah. There's no place for the water to yeah. go, so they do get flash flood problems. But um, the nice part is that most of where these are also, like, kind of on a plateau. Oh, so well, then you'll be okay. The water sort of yeah. tends to run away, and also they build highways for the water to run off them. So I feel like I'd be okay from flooding. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also, it's got a door... Like a full, like it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it would keep the water out. Okay, good. good. So at the very least, even if the water came in, the sharks wouldn't. Yeah. Get. Okay. Like, cause that's important. You don't want like a little shark door for the shark to come in. Right. Right. Yeah. But it, I don't, if I figure. <laughs> Is that like a, like a little cat door? <laughs> yeah. You don't want a shark door. A little shark swims in. Yeah. And right. Moves. And you're like, shit, there's a shark. Oh, he's such a cute little shark. Fuck, he ate my foot. Um, I figure if Eric Knight can recommend kale. Or whatever, arugula. I think it was arugula. It was arugula. If you can recommend arugula, I can be like, you know what made me happy this week? Stopping at a rest area that was also a tornado shelter. It was sort of adorable. <laughs> I was just happy. Excellent. There you go. There's my pleasure dumb recommendation. Find something mundanely awesome in your life, listeners. It will make you happy. What do you got, Melissa? There's a uh, video that's been making its rounds again, and I- I think I saw it a little bit last year, but I landed on my page again and it made me very happy. 
It is just a string of raw footage from Mad Max Fury Road. And it's just a string of shit crashing and exploding. Yeah, and before they touched it up. Before they touched it up, before they, you know, amped up the color, before they, uh, you know, removed wires and, you know, background elements and all that stuff. It's just the raw footage. And it's impressive as hell. Oh, my God. It's it's beautiful. I love seeing that because I've seen it. And it's like, shit, they only dressed it up. That shit was really happening. Yeah. And you feel it in a different way. Like, Mm -hmm. thank you. Yes. Like, CG does change your lizard brain goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is fun, but it's not real. Yeah, yeah. and and the the reason that Mad Max Fury Road works is because they did it. They went out into the desert and they blew shit up, and they put people on poles and yes. figured out how how they could do that shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The um um also on the uh, Blu-ray of uh, Fury Road, which I actually have sitting out five feet away from me, and I can touch it. I went through all of the extras on it finally, and uh, the making of featurettes that they have on that disc are excellent. They go through a lot of the stunts. They go through car design, which is fascinating to hear about. It's like, okay, so we took this 1952 DeSoto and we welded it onto this. And then we put spikes on it. And yes, it's kind of, it's glorious. So yeah, there's like one on the, on the construction of the cars. There's one on the stunts and it just goes through all this backstage stuff. That's lovely. So I just need to like, think of something that like, Made me happy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, in general? Yeah. Yeah. Something that delighted you recently. Borrego Springs, California. Okay. Nice. Sleepy little desert town. I had no cell reception for an hour and a half to get there. I thought I was going to die in the in the mountains. <laughs> but we made it. And once we made it, it was wonderful. And I was happy. <laughs> it is like, the whole town is like built around a roundabout called Christmas Circle. And Aww. the... It's the most adorable thing and makes me happy. And it's a dark sky community and you can see stars. Oh my god, a dark sky community. <gasps> yeah, like I got reprimanded for having the bathroom light on too high. Like every light in everybody's home is on a dimmer. Nice. So you have no more light than what you absolutely need. And it was the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh my I, god, I like that's a, awesome. I actually got overwhelmed and cried. At the at the sight of all the stars and my my fiance was just like, Honey, are you okay? I'm like Yes! <laughs> There's just so many of them. He's like, oh, that's right. You haven't seen this before. <laughs> oh my God. I want to go. My God, it's full of stars. Now, say it again. Say it again. What's it called? Borrego Springs, California. B-O or B-A? B-O. B-O-R-E. B-O-R-R-E-G-O. <laughs> Springs. <laughs> like, wait. Oh, God. I'm spelling is without it, writing is it. Is it south or north or central? South. Um, we went from San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So way south. Yes. Very, very much south. Yes. Okay, that's good because I'm south. Yeah, middle of nowhere. <laughs> like that's a that's a straight shot for you. Yeah. And there's there's this great little bar in town that that does wings. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. See, no, <laughs> I I knew you would understand why this why this is a happy place for me. Also, coincidentally, where I got engaged. That's just coincidence. Uh, it was no, nice yeah. before you had that me happened. at you had me at dark, dark sky, sky community. community. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. There's that's that's a Plus, plus, plus in yeah. my book. Awesome. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, good job, Thank Allie. you. I was like, oh no, how do I top the rest stops with the door and the Sharknado-proof shit? It's a, it's a Sharknado-proof shelter, people. All right, so listeners, this has been another episode of Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I, as usual, have been Wendy. You can tell because I'm talking. I, I have, as always, been joined by Melissa. And this week we have had one of our frequent awesome people, Allie. So we hope that you will join us again next week as we talk about something completely different. But in the meantime, you should definitely seek out an asylum film. Yes. 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 Definitely. Mm. Go <laughs> us. Also, donuts. Where are the donuts? Oh, we God. can confess. It's summertime at last in the city. Kids playing in the yard Among greenery so pretty But there's a danger unseen You might not be aware It doesn't come from the sea It comes from cyclonic air Sharknado! It's coming from the sky, a tornado filled with sharks. You aren't safe on the beach. You aren't safe in the park. Sharknado! Sharknado! Hurricanes are bad. No, I won't try to spin it. But a Sharknado is worse. Why? Because it has sharks in it. The sharks will eat you. The sharks will eat bison. Bison? The science is dubious. How do you know? Just ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sharknado! Produced to satiate sci-fi's greed. In reality, it was a vehicle for megastar Tara Reid. Sharknado! Sharknado. Hasselhoff can't save you, nor can Yasmin Bleef. Not when it's raining shark fins and shark teeth. There's hammerheads and great whites, tigers and dogfish. They come flying at your head and butt it off with a squish. Sharknado! Death comes from above with a low pressure center. Don't see it in theaters. It's more of a renter. The concept is alarming. Some might say inane, but it's marginally better than snakes on a plane. Sharknado! Sharknado! Sharknado!